0: Gospel Gadget Podcast, Episode 37. Welcome, listeners, to Gospel Gadget Podcast, formerly known as Calcast, your creator national podcast. We've changed the name to Gospel Gadgets because We want to show you what God is doing in terms of using technology to spread the gospel message all over the world and especially cross culturally towards unreached peoples.
1: This podcast
2: is proudly listed at PodcastPickle.com.
0: gospel gadget podcast fans to another wonderful episode of Gospel Gadget Podcast. This is your host, Cal Curtis, and we've got a wonderful story for you from a amazing brother who's a great evangelist working in a very large closed nation in Asia. And this brother has some incredible stories how he's using what we call God Pods or Gospel Gadgets and other technology and using media that's specifically for the people group that he's working with there and how he's been able to utilize these to a great extent in a really powerful way and seeing people come to the Lord, seeing many people touched with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So without further ado, here's our brother and his testimony. Yeah, so it's really great to have you here uh, with us today. Jr. can you share with us a bit about your
2: work? Yeah, I can share with you uh, quite a bit. It's really exciting to be with you guys uh, at this time. I I try to tell people, as as many people as I can, about Jesus in as many different ways I can. Now, sometimes uh, the areas that I go to are a bit restricted, so we have to be a little bit careful. I remember one of the first things I used when I... Uh, went into some of the restricted areas was I used what we called gospel gum. Mm. And we just had packs of gums because gum wasn't uh, that popular in that area. And we would offer people a stick of gum. Wow. And on the wrapper was written in their language John 3.16. Oh. So you could slip somebody a piece of gum. And then they would get the the wrapper and the gum, and they would be able to read that in their own language. That was one of the ways we did um, some of our evangelism that sounds like a yummy strategy <laughs> yeah really and it, i think it was really getting uh, it's, it was a lot to chew on for us
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot to chew on. <laughs> very good that's great jr okay you created
2: we uh we tried to be as creative as we could and we just come up with ideas as long you know we'd find anything we could to help uh share about jesus so we realized that after a while um some of our tracks and some of the ways we were sharing with were causing some difficulties because they could trace the the pieces of information back Mm -hmm. to us Mm -hmm. so we always found that just speaking and sharing with people just sharing from our hearts over lunch or over tea or whatever just speaking was one of the best ways that we came up with so we would uh, speak and maybe draw some pictures and things on mm-hmm. on paper and show them and talk to them that way
0: yeah that's really good
2: that was good i've run into this one uh, item which has really been exciting for me because there's so many people around me that i want to share with and sometimes it's not the safest conditions so i ran into this DoveStream stream right. and started using DoveStream. it's an amazing tool because I can uh, have this DoveStream, the uh, kind of a Wi-Fi hotspot, and people will tap into it and download things off of it as I'm driving around on the buses. Now, one thing I noticed is um, there's a little light that flashes on the on the DoveStream that it says that somebody's either watching by streaming, right. or it's watching or is downloading yeah, the video. So
0: they're accessing it.
2: Yeah, so I know when they're accessing it. Now, a very interesting part of that is um, I was on a train one time. And the lights were flashing like crazy. So I said, mm. Somebody's watching here. Somebody's watching. So I said, They're still they're still flashing. All the lights are flashing. It came to my stop. And I said, There's so many lights flashing on this thing. Somebody is getting the gospel. I'm not sure where they were on the train. Yeah. But I just stayed on the train. Oh. <laughs> I stayed on the train until the lights stopped flashing. But it was an indication oh, that wow. people had picked it up and were very interested.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. We, we have talked to others about this device, and uh, it seems to be really picking up momentum as far as people who are working, especially in creative access countries, difficult places where you can't necessarily preach on the street or something. And uh, this device seems to be really good in places where people are looking for open Wi-Fi networks. Maybe they can't afford a data plan or, or it's not available so much.
2: That's true. One of the interesting things is, is as you're riding a, like a ferry or ferry up the river, and if you get between towns, there's really no cellular contact. So the people are really looking for some kind of Wi-Fi or cellular contact. So I make sure that my, my DoveStream is turned on as we go between those cells. And then that's when I get a lot of downloads and a lot of people watching the videos. I try to adjust the language to the area that I'm going to. Mm -hmm. And so we'll pull some special uh, evangelistic videos from Uh, in Digitube. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we'll pull those down. And so I have different tapes and different uh, SD cards for the different languages that I'm moving through. So you
0: actually visit that website in digitube.tv and that's where you're downloading
2: all of these uh, resources for free? That's right. The great thing is they're for free. And I can put quite a few on my SD card and I'll just, I'll shift them around so that the area that I'm going through, I'm using the language of the people in that area. Right. And I'll just, I can get a couple of SD cards and just shift them as I move to another area where the language changes. And that's been very effective because you see people are really interested, particularly the evangelist, evangelistic videos and something short mm-hmm. is really helpful. People want to see it. They're just riding the boat or they're just riding the train and we're in between cell towers. Yeah. Once they get started, they're watching. Yeah. And so they just keep watching and watching and I stay on that train or that boat for quite a while. I did have my battery <laughs> I did have my batteries run down so I, decide, I I made a decision to carry a power pack with me. All right. Okay, yeah, the Dubstream gets warm, the power pack gets warm because it's really being used a lot. That's
0: right. Yeah. I also understand that you can, you can charge mobile devices off of that as well. Once it's fully charged, you can link up with a cable to your
2: phone, say if it needs a charge, and it'll charge your phone. And it's really wonderful because when you get in between those cells, people are looking because they just lost their signal. And now they're looking for something else to get onto you know when's that signal coming back? when's that signal coming back? We can be there with our dove stream so that they're looking and boom they end up on signal. Um, I found a, a little device that's helpful too. Uh, it's a little sneaky but you can get a, a signal jammer okay. and yeah. jam uh, they don't cost too much and you can jam uh, the signals in your train car okay and then yeah. start up your dove stream. Turn off the signal jammer, and when their phones come, their devices come back on. They're seeing DoveStream on there, so it gives a another opportunity for them to look and view some of the
0: videos. That's a great idea. You know, I'm going to need to get you to get me one of those signal jammers because that sounds like a great strategy. Basically, you're cleaning out all the all the competition, <laughs> and then the bang, you get those people on there, and they're anxious to to link up again.
2: That's right, and they—they're always. I tell you, if you ride the trains in Asia, ride the buses in Asia, everyone is on their device. Yeah, everyone's on their device more and more and more. And I'm really surprised that that form of technology is increasing so fast. So, but there are opportunities for us to kind of squeeze in there, yeah, squeeze in a gospel message. I know sometimes I try to look and I look around and see if I can find someone who close to me who's actually viewing. And then I'll approach them and ask them what they thought of it.
1: That's okay, good.
2: and I got some maybe try to get some more information. If I can see their screen, I know what what's on my my Dove stream. Right. So then I can approach them and ask them some questions and see what they are. But sometimes it's in the next car or I didn't see them. So, but I try to do that anyway. Try to find those guys that are watching those videos so I can do a little follow up right there.
0: That's really excellent because uh, you know uh, every little bit counts. You know uh this is all reminding me of that scripture of by all possible means some might be saved that paul said you know and so we need to try all possible means and we need to give people lots of bible content lots of you know exposure to the gospel because we think in the west because we've grown up with you know we can flip on a christian radio channel or tv or whatever it's all around us all the time church on every corner But we don't realize a lot of these people in these countries have never had a chance to hear the gospel. It might take hundreds of exposures to the gospel in different ways before they're actually ready uh, to accept Jesus. We hope you enjoyed that first installment of J.R.'s wonderful testimony of his work in East Asia. Stay tuned for part two.
1: Seems to fade It's when I meet Thing. It's when I meet you It's time. God, right now's the time To praise your name Glory to you